Thank you for listening to the Giving Light Podcast. We are a family church and world outreach center. Our heart is to empower you to walk in true freedom and equip you to impact your world. Please visit our website at givinglight.org to learn more about us and our many resources, including original music by Brave Music, e-courses for leaders, tools for raising powerful kids, and more. If you would like to support Giving Light financially, visit our Give Online page to choose the best giving method for you. Thanks again for joining us and enjoy this message. I think we could go home now because, because really, Pastor Joel and the worship team with the songs, uh, the words and the songs, I mean, it, you know, it all just came together and I wouldn't have to share anything. And uh, I do feel kind of like I'm preaching to the choir because these are such elementary things that I've learned along the way. And yet, I felt that uh, that's what I was to share, so I need to share it. Uh, It was funny uh, when Katie asked me, when I looked back, how long I was a Christian, and it turned out it was 50 years as of last month. And then I was reminded of what 50 meant in the Bible in Leviticus 25, that it was a, a day or time of jubilee, a time of uh, celebration, rejoicing, uh, getting back what was stolen from you in in years past. And uh, I got really excited about that uh, for me personally. But then when I looked it up, uh, like, what year in this time is a year jubilee? And what I found was it was... 2022. Now, whether I can count on that or not, I don't know, but it was, it excited me. Okay, so I'm just going to share what I learned along the way, but you learned it too, but I'll share it anyway. Uh, Just because we got saved and got a new spirit, that's wonderful. I mean, we all rejoice in that. And just because we had that ticket to heaven, and are born again, we aren't always mature, are we? Maybe I'm the only one that took me years and years and years. But um, just like a baby, uh, when Brianna and Nathaniel's uh, baby Silas comes forth, that baby isn't going to be totally mature, is he? I mean, I don't think so. I think he's going to need some nurturing, Uh, When we have a baby, there's messes, and a baby just wants what a baby wants, you know, and he or she doesn't give up any time until they get what they want. There's training and there's patience that's necessary when you have a little one. And the same, I I would liken that to the same as uh, a newborn again person who has a new spirit but we've had baggage from the past. Maybe you didn't. I mean, I was oblivious to the fact. I mean, I was uh, saved and filled with the Spirit, and, and God was ministering to me along the way, but I realized that some of what I learned, or some of the things I was walking in, was not necessarily according to the Word. 
And it wasn't until I went through the ministry of restoring the foundations rather rapidly, and afterwards I thought, oh, I don't know who I am because I had so many things that I believed and thought were true, but they weren't. So it's been a process. It's a journey, and I'm not saying I've arrived like I stand up here and tell you I've arrived. Come on. You'd be crazy, or, or I'd be crazy to believe that. But uh, we're all in that process. But don't despair if you have things you're still struggling with, and there's things I'm still struggling with, because the word salvation, sozo, means is not just a ticket to heaven, but the word that is used in the Bible for salvation um, means um, to save, to keep safe and sound, to rescue from danger or destruction, to save from suffering, from perishing, one suffering from disease even, to make well, heal, restore to health. So really, Jesus paid it all, and there isn't anything that we need. I mean, anything that we really need. Sometimes we think we need things, but that Jesus hasn't paid the price. So how do we grow and mature? Uh, it's important to have an intimate relationship with the Lord. Well, how do we do that? Well, the way I would do it wouldn't necessarily be the way you did. Uh, because I like to study, I like to read. But some of you would do well just as Katie shared. I think last week, uh, listen to the word uh, on uh, some kind of technology. Uh, nevertheless, the word does get in us. Um, sometimes I've found when you talk about an intimate relationship with the Lord, if you've had a father image that was not maybe a positive one, it would cause you to pull back and say, mm, I don't know about this, God. I don't know if I can trust you. You know, I've learned along the way, though, that I really can. I had a good father, by the way. But I've learned that I can trust him. have a little example. Uh, it may not go along with the frog or toad yesterday, Aaron, but um, a lot of times uh, a frog or toad gets in the pool, and I try to go after it with a long-handled um, net, and I try chasing it, but it goes deeper and deeper and deeper. I'm only there to save that. But it doesn't know I'm trying to save it, because if I don't get it out of there, what's going to happen is going to go in the skimmer because it's sucked in through the cleaning, creepy crawly. Anyway, and it dies. So I only want to get it out of there for safety's sake. It's kind of like sometimes we think God's being harsh on us, like I'm chasing after this, this, I don't know the difference between toads and frogs, but anyway, I'm chasing after it. And uh, it's just, you know, it's not, it doesn't trust me, thinks I'm going to kill it. But it ends up being dead. And so many times, you know, we think God's harsh, and that, you know, he's, I used to think uh, he was trying to keep me from fun. 
I'm talking before I was saved. You know, I was going to wait till I was older, and then, you know, I was going to have fun now. And, but, but anyway, so I would suggest, you know, with the time with the Lord, that you find a place. Now, everybody's different. You have little kids. Gabby, uh, others have little kids. You know, find a time and a place where, first of all, where you're fresh. Uh, uh, secondly, when you don't have interruptions, when you can concentrate on however the Lord leads you. Um, you know, I read and study the Word. I rehearse uh, the promises. You know, you may be reading the Bible, and uh, some words um, just light up to you. Mark those things. Write them down because it could be a rhema word, something you do battle with, like we're to battle with our uh, prophecies that were given over us. So that would be likened, in my thought, as a prophecy, these rhema words and things that God's already spoken to you um, because they will um, bring you great victory and an encouragement. We are to call things that aren't as though they were. Sometimes in prayer, we focus on the negative. You know, oh, this awful thing's happening. I don't know what I'm going to do about it, this, that, and the other thing. But God says to call things that aren't as though they were. So um, we need to give thanks in all things as well. That's not always an easy thing to do, is it? Uh Nobody else have any problem with that sometimes? But, um, and worship. I mean, sometimes I just dance around my kitchen. Whatever. Um, So, and pray in the Spirit if you're able, if you've received the baptism in the Holy Spirit and uh, with the evidence in speaking in tongues. Pray in the Spirit, but pray in the natural too. Sometimes we don't know how to pray and the Spirit helps helps us uh, to pray even though it doesn't truly make sense. And invite the Holy Spirit into your activities. Listen to spiritually uplifting uh, ministries, music, whatever. Uh, I think one of the big things that I've learned over the years is to be quick and repent. You know, I might have a thought, and the thought may be not come from me. It could have come from the enemy. But nevertheless, it's not a good thought. And, or maybe I've said something and, uh, you know, but be quick to repent because it just keeps the, the air clean between us and the Lord. Not really air, but you know. Uh, spiritual hunger. You know, if you were on a fast or, or trying not to eat some things or you came off a fast or hadn't eaten for a while and you were offered something that you normally didn't like or that wasn't all that exciting to eat. If you're hungry, you're going to eat it. But in spiritual hunger, in hunger for spiritual things, if you stay away from that stuff, things that would, would um, help you, the longer you do, say you stay away from church for a while too, uh, it's really hard to get back into it. So it's not the same as natural hunger. It's quite different. Um, Oh, I guess there are no no scriptures up there, right? I never looked. Uh, Oh, okay. 
I don't know how this works. Sorry. First uh, Peter 2, 2. Like newborn babes, you must crave pure spiritual milk, basic teaching of the word, so that you will grow into a full experience of salvation. Cry out for this nourishment. That's a New Living Translation. And there are notes in your app if you happen to have your app. Okay, 2 Peter 3.18, but continue to grow and increase in God's grace and intimacy with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. May he receive all the glory both now and until the day eternity begins. Amen. And that's the, new, or that's the um, Passion Translation. Hebrews 5.14, um, but, full, but solid food belongs to those who are of full age. That is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. So uh, as we are new, uh, newly born again, we're not going to be able to swallow and digest and chew some of the things that we will when we're older. Um, not older in years, because I've known some, some children that were further ahead in the Lord than some uh, of the older ones. Study the word, not just on Sunday. Um, I don't, um, the word is a two-edged sword. It won't return uh, void. Uh, just like ignorance of the law is no excuse. You know, if I go down Rakers Mill Road at 50 miles, well, we'll say 60 miles per hour, and I didn't know what the speed limit was, and there was a policeman there. I mean, it didn't matter if I didn't know what the speed limit was. It was just, you know. I'd probably get a ticket, I more than likely. Uh, but the word works, so the principles are there, even though you may not necessarily um, know it as a babe. And God's grace is there. I mean, he's not a hard taskmaster. His mercy is new every morning. Uh, in the nursery, I just loved it for 18-plus years that I was in the nursery. And uh, they and they still do, speak the word and identity over those babies, over the young ones. There are babies, infants, that just were born, and uh, mothers bring them into the nursery, and even if they're sleeping, they were praying or reading the word over them. There's identity um, pictures of various ones around the, the room, but with identities in Christ. I mean, I, I recall... Uh, just being in there and being so blessed by the Father's, uh, praying the Father's blessing over the little ones. You may have heard that when we had a baptism or a dedication a, dedication, uh, a while back. And so our words bless, or we can curse. And I was hesitant if I should say this, but I'll say it anyway. Uh, Miss Layla, bless her heart. Uh, she was a challenge early on. I'm talking little, little. She was a challenge. And because I used to watch her a good bit, it's like, oh, God. But you know what? We didn't call her those things. We called her baby sweetness, even from in the womb for Aaron. And now she is the sweetest, most compassionate, oh, my. But I often wondered, what if we would have called her what we saw at the moment or what we thought at the moment. Just a thought. Okay, so anyway, uh, Hebrews 4.12. For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between the soul, 
which is the mind, will, and emotions, and the spirit between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Um, God wants our soul, our mind, will, and emotions to prosper. That's 3 John 1, 2. Uh, Isaiah 55, 11 says, So will my word be which goes out of my mouth, it will not return to me void or useless without result, without accomplishing what I desire, and without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. That's amplified, obviously. So we need to think on things, too, that are pure, lovely, and a good report. You know, does it line up with the word? Uh, I like to ask what I should read. Now, I'm not one of these people that read through the Bible in a year. That's just not me because even though I've read the Bible, I'm sure, through numerous times, to me it became a task. And I can be very task-oriented. And I'd read it and I'm like, oh, well, okay. But it went, not that my spirit man wasn't receiving anything. It was, but it just, it's better for me to if the Holy Spirit prompts to read this or read that or a section of something, that works out so much better because it's usually what I need for that day or for a situation. So, uh, hunger for more. Uh, Pastor Joel and the worship team, more, Lord. There's always more. Uh, we think we had it all, have it all, and we don't. I'm reminded of, of praying, people coming up for prayer, um, after the service, and uh, they may need healing, I'll say, in an arm or a leg or something, and they receive maybe a certain percentage of healing. But um, when we say more, Lord, the power of, Lord, of the Lord, of the Holy Spirit, comes in a much, much, much stronger way. And, and a lot of times uh, they receive 100% healing. But if we don't know that there's always more, uh, we won't ask. You know, then we have the, um, you know, I'm believing more for, the, for this body. We've had words about uh, miracles, signs, and wonders. We've seen many of them already, but I'm not satisfied. Are you? Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I believe in those last couple years, you know, God's kind of had a shed, a, a hit away in, in some ways, that God's been preparing our hearts and working on, on us so that we're able to walk in what he has for us in the future. Um, you know, if you've not uh, received the baptism of the Holy Spirit with evidence of, of speaking in tongues, I'd encourage you. Uh, you don't have to, I used to think yeah, I had to be perfect because I didn't receive right away, and I just thought, I got to clean up my act, and this is not, you know... And so Satan will use any kind of lie to get you from receiving. I mean, and when I heard the words Abba, I thought, you know, like the enemy told me and maybe my head told me, that's baby talk. You're, that's just baby talk. So I just kind of thought, oh. Then I read Romans 8, and it turned out it was, it was Romans 8, 15, for you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, and my whole life was full of fear. My mother, my grandmother, uh, I know there was fear in me even in the womb. But so it was very appropriate that, um, that I would got, had gotten um, Abba, Abba, you know, realizing that that was 
Daddy God. And then, of course, the more you use, the more you get, too. And God wants to give good gifts to his children. Matthew 7, 7 to 8, just ask and it will be given to you. Seek after it and you will find. Continue to knock and the door will be open to you. Don't just ask once. I think there was a teaching in the past where just ask once, you know, but I don't think that's the case. All who ask, receive. Those who seek, find what they seek. He who knocks will have the door open. That was from the voice translation. And in the kingdom of God, everything works by faith. I think you've learned that by now, what? Salvation works by faith. The baptism and the spirit works by faith. The promises work by faith. Everything, that's the currency of the kingdom. I'm learning, I'm not overcome, but uh, not to be led by emotions or how things appear. Um, uh, Feelings can keep you into captivity, and they can take you on a roller coaster, and I hate roller coasters. I think I was only on a big one once, uh, and I was coerced with that with with uh, my husband before he went in in the Marines. He kind of twisted my arm to go on the Comet and Hershey Park, and it was not pretty. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so uh, as a grandmother and a mother, <laughs> I needed to use my faith a lot. Uh, but God's was faithful. God was faithful. I mean, sometimes, did you ever give something to the Lord and then take it back again? Oh, my gosh. I mean, in the past, I'd, there'd be a situation. I'd give it to you, God. Oh, then the thought severed or something would happen. It's like, okay, so I'd carry it well, and then I'd give it back to him. Who knows how many times I did. I'm getting better, though, so grace of God. Uh, Psalm 55, 22, cast your burden upon the Lord. Release it, and he will sustain and uphold you. He will never allow the righteous to be shaken or slip or fall or fail. I thought that was a good translation. First Peter 5, 7, casting all your cares, all your anxieties, all your worries, and all your concerns once and for all on him, for he cares about you with deepest affection and watches over you very carefully. And that was amplified. So pray about everything. Uh, Don't ask him to bless your plans when you didn't consult him and think he's going to bless your plans because that doesn't necessarily work. And he's always speaking. He's always speaking, but it isn't like in the movies. What was that, the Ten Commandments with, with Moses? And he was, you know, really bold and loud. And uh, I've only ever heard almost an audible voice one time. Other times it was a still small voice. It may be an impression. Uh, I, I think uh, Debbie loaned me a book one time by um, Sandy Warner that was entitled 101 Plus Ways That God Speaks. And it's like, oh, you know, he may speak to a number on a clock, and then I feel like I should look up, you know, in the Bible, uh, Google's a good you know, put those numbers in and see what scriptures come up. And it's always very, very good. Or I might feel led to uh, do the same thing with Strong's, uh, again, on the laptop. And 
is quite amazing and encouraging. And you know, sometimes for days I may go and look at the clock. I'm not looking at the clock all the time, but it might be 444 or it might be 555. Or what I mean, it just kind of encourages me, God, you know where I am when I'm, you know, it, it just encourages me. I don't know. That's maybe just me, kind of might think I'm silly, but that's okay. Um, it might be uh, just a, a quick picture of something. Now, I'm more or less a seer, or I would say that. Um, and that was kind of odd years ago. Uh, or, I thought, oh dear, what's wrong with me? But, but anyway, so we're all different. Bottom line, we're different. Um, John 10, 27, the sheep that are my own hear my voice and listen to me. I know them and they follow me. Well, there is a, a point where you listen, but if you don't obey, what's the use of listening? Because, you know, we're accountable for what we hear. And if we don't do what we're told, uh, I had an example. Um, well, also, uh, lots of times the Lord will speak to me when I'm in bed and just dozing off. And it's like, oh, that was so profound. That was so good. I'm going to remember that. And the less I, I learned, don't think you're going to remember it in the morning because it's not necessarily so. So I learned to have a notebook by my bed. Again, I'm not perfect. Sometimes it's just, you know, I want to sleep. And, uh, but then I kind of beat myself up in the morning because I didn't know what it was. Um, don't lean on your own understanding, uh, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he'll direct your paths. Uh, timing is crucial. In First uh, Chronicles 12, 32, the sons of Ishkar, Ishkar knew the times and seasons of what Israel needed to do. And uh, just as they knew the times and seasons of what um, they needed to do. We need to be the same way. God may speak something to you. It may be a now word, but it may be something that you need to wait on and see what he, you know, the timing of it. And, and it's just um, by reason of use that we know, oh, okay, I think it was Bishop that said um, about being led by the Spirit uh, like giving, like God giving a red light, a green light, or a yellow light, you know, which would say wait on it. I mean, so many times we go, well, we could go wrong by, by sitting on it and then missing the timing, but we could also miss it by jumping ahead and doing something, and it just didn't materialize. Then we think it's, oh, God, that was, that was, um, didn't I hear you? And then we question God. Uh, I had a little example of, uh, I don't know if my girls know this because it's way back. Uh, my brother had a plastic incubator, and he had one fertile egg. And so in, well, Dean would know about chickens. I think it's 21 days, but, you know, we were watching this egg and doing everything that we knew to, to do with this egg. And... Um, the beak started, you know, it was, it was breaking the, the egg, and we get so excited, and it was such a slow process, and I don't know what the time frame was, but, but anyway, after a while, we got really impatient. 
And we thought we would help this chicken out of the egg. Well, we called him Perky. He wasn't really Perky. <laughs> but he lived. But he was never right. Uh, when he walked, he kind of wobbled. And, um, you know, anyway, so um, Perky, all that said, don't try to make things happen before their time, because there is a time, just like we have seasons in our, you know, in our world in Pennsylvania, there are seasons in the spirit. And seasons in the spirit, we just got to know by the spirit, what season is this? Is this um, a planning time? Is this a reaping time? What is it? So we, we learn these things. Um, And just recognize, I used to think that Satan and Jesus were an equal. Well, that's a lie, because Jesus conquered Satan, death, hell, and the grave. Uh, so we just need to stand on the promises of God, you know, through this COVID business and through other things. I've just stood on, uh, among other things, Psalm 91, and um, just knowing that all our help and our hope and our protection comes from the Lord. Uh, again, back on those uh, dreams um, and visions and things, right, you know, it's been said that, I think it was uh, Apostle Jane Hammond who said that a fourth of the Bible, or it could have been even more, and I couldn't find it, a fourth to a third of the Bible is really um, visions or dreams. And if you go back and read some of those portions that you thought were literal right there, face-to-face -face persons, it may have been dreams or visions. So I'm not saying all our dreams are from God. They may be God showing us some things we need to deal with. Um, they just might be God. Sometimes they're of the enemy. So, you know, pay attention to those things. Um, in Acts 2.17, a quote of Joel and not Joel Hilton uh, and it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I'll pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. And then it goes on to say that my men servants and my maid servants will pour out my spirit in those days, and they shall prophesy. So again, rehearse those. If you've gotten prophetic words, or if you just were reading, not just, were reading the Bible and something got illuminated, rehearse those things. They'll bring life to you. First uh, Timothy 1.18 says, This charge I command, commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prov prophecies previously made concerning you, that, that by them you may wage the good warfare. Uh, we all know we should give no place to the, to the devil. Uh, this is a no-gossip zone. And, you know, one thing I've found along the way, sometimes there's people that want to dump their garbage on you. Not physical garbage, but just their vomit on you. And then it causes secondary offense, you know, like when you see the person that they were talking about, it's like, eh, you have a, a mindset that shouldn't be. So guard against that. Be quick to forgive. If we don't forgive... We won't be forgiven. 
uh, in Matthew 6, 14 and 15 of the message, in prayer there's a connection between what God does and what you do. You can't get forgiveness from God, for instance, without forgiving others. If you refuse to do your part, you cut yourself off from God's part. That's pretty heavy. Don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Ephesians 4.26 Amplified. Be angry at sin, at immorality, at injustice, at ungodly behavior. Yet do not sin. Do not let your anger cause you shame or allow it to last until the sun goes down. Be generous. You reap what you sow. Uh, be obedient to tithe and give offerings. You know, many times... You know, Satan will say, oh, look what I could do with that money. Oh, but it'll be cursed. And then there's always the question, shall I tithe on the gross or the net? When I was dealing with that years ago, it's like, okay, the government takes off the gross. So why can't I give God off of the gross? So that's just a thought. Um, and take time to listen to what the Spirit is saying. His ways are so much higher than mine. I'm going to cut this a little short. Uh, uh, learn to trust your Spirit to keep you. Proverbs 20, 27, the Lord's light penetrates the human spirit, exposing every hidden motive. Be submitted to those in authority over you. Hebrews 13, 17, here is amplified again. Obey your spiritual leaders and submit to them, recognizing their authority over you. That doesn't mean that they tell you everything you need to do. I'm talking spiritually. For they are keeping watch over your souls and continually guarding your spiritual welfare as those who will give an account of their stewardship of you. Let them do it with joy and not with grief and groans, for this would be of no benefit. Um, how many of you, my brother and I used to watch The Lone Ranger. I think it was his control of the, well, we only had a couple channels then, but anyway. Uh, so I'm just saying, don't be a lone ranger, even though he had Tonto, if you know what I'm talking about. Maybe I'm talking Greek. Uh, I've seen so many people over the years who were on fire for God, and what happened, they were hurt by somebody in the church or a church. And it's like, ah, it's just Jesus and me. I'm not going back there. I'm not going to go to church. I'm just, you know, it, it's just something I've watched. I, I like to watch people. When we used to go to Indianapolis race, I went to watch people around me, what they were eating, what they were doing, what, you know. So I've watched a lot of people along the way. So I just say, you know, don't be a lone ranger. You know, don't allow those hurts to keep you out of the body or the physical body of the church. Um, there's strength in numbers, and every joint supplies. Hebrews 10.25 says, Not forsaking our meeting together as believers for worship and instruction, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more faithfully as you see the day of Christ's return approaching. That was the Amplified. Uh, one thing that's always stuck uh, with me over the years was something that Bishop Hammond said, and I may not be quoting this right, but you get the idea that the banana that gets separated from the bunch is the one that gets eaten. And Satan does go around like a roaring sea lion seeking whom he 
may devour. So let's not be one of them. And keep yourself in the love of God. Jude one twenty one, and keep yourself in the love of God, waiting anxiously and looking forward to the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ, which will bring you to eternal life. And I'd like to close with this um, scripture from Deuteronomy 31.6. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or tremble in dread before them, for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not fail or abandon you. So, Lord, I just thank you that um, what was of you, and, and you may have been speaking to uh, some, not necessarily even through what came out of my mouth, but I just thank you that you are moving by your spirit, that you're bringing things to their remembrance, uh, what they need to hone in on, what they need to focus on, Lord. None of us have arrived, and we're not pointing fingers at one another, but we just thank you for your faithfulness to us all. And I just bless each one, and I just decree and declare that uh, they will arise and fulfill their destiny, that everything of the past is the past, even as we uh, sang some of those words to the song this morning. Uh, we just thank you for that, um, that we are victorious through you, in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs>